welcome to the second annual Star Wars Book Community Awards show. Now, I say the second show, this is the first show. The last one was purely on Instagram, uh, and it was a huge success, and I was surprised by exactly how much of a response it got. So it absolutely made sense. Now we have the podcast to bring it back and make it a bit more dynamic, interactive, and the votes are in. Um, I'm excited. Are you excited, Dan? I am here and excited. <laughs> Good. As you just heard, it's Chris, Sars Book Collector, and Dan, um, Vader's Castle Library. That's all we've got. No one else cared enough. <laughs> but we wanted to be there. <laughs> no, I just really wanted to do this because I started this award show last year, and I'm super excited that it got just as big a response this year. Um, and I, like, I know the authors see it, so it's really, really cool. Yeah, man. So obviously, as you know, if you if you don't know this and you just listen to the podcast, you don't follow us on Instagram or anything like that. We made a post um, asking everyone to vote for their favorite Star Wars book, comic, show releases of the year, and um, we put everything in there. And people had to go for each question. There was seven um, categories in total, um, and everyone voted, and we got a crazy response. I know the answers. Dan, you don't know who won, do you? Any of them? I am I am here to be amazed. Yeah, I'm actually surprised by some of them and not surprised by others. So what we're going to do is we're going to go for each category, we're going to say who was nominated, and then we're going to reveal the winners. So welcome to the Stars Book Community Awards. Dan, do some music fanfare, some award show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> i totally put you on the spot there <laughs> okay so so the first category we're going to mention is the best essential legends collection release so there's a lot of ones here so nominated we had dawn of the jedi into the void the old republic fatal alliance the old republic annihilation outbound flight Yoda, Dark Rendezvous, Republic Commando, Hard Contact, Republic Commando, Commando Triple Zero, Republic Commando, True Colors, I Jedi, and Survivor's Quest. So there's some big hitters in there. So Dan, what's your thoughts on this? Have you read any of those yet? <laughs> my thoughts on that is I have read none of them. I think I have a few of them on my okay. shelf. And when I voted in this one, I voted for what the one that I had that had the prettiest cover. <laughs> Well, this is a good start, guys. I guarantee. <laughs> I promise you that the whole community voted for this. It wasn't just Dan voting on the previous covers. Um, any any predictions as what you think won? Um, well, yeah, I think this is the thing. When it comes to legends, I am the least knowledgeable of, of everyone on the the podcast team. Um, so I don't know what any what a lot of the books are about. I would assume. If there's any of them that are to do with clones or Thrawn, it'll be one of them. Yeah, there's a fair bit of clones and Thrawn in here. Um, okay. But then you also mentioned Old Republic, and everyone loves Old Republic, so it could be any one of them either. I don't know. Tell us, Yeah, Chris, but not so much the books. Us. The books aren't the best, in my opinion. But, um, okay. Anyway, so I liked, I'm happy to reveal that the, according to the Star Wars book community, the winner of the 2023 Category of Best Essential Legends Collection 
with 40% of the vote Oofed. is Outbound Flight by Timothy Zahn. Oh, it was a thrown one. Woo! It was a thrown one. Yeah, it's hey. so a thrown one. It's, to be honest, it's the only thrown one. And, to, and I'm not surprised because I know a lot of people, that's their favourite book. That's their favourite Star Wars book. It's their favourite thrown book. Yeah. So that one is not surprising to me. Um, but to get 40%. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. The runner-up in that category, the one that came second, was I, Jedi. Mm. Which, again, I can understand. It was it was very close between that and another one, but I, Jedi came second. But with half the votes of Outbound Flight. Oofed. Um, I, I, Jedi is another classic. Absolute classic by Michael Stackpole. Well, congratulations to to uh, Outbound Flight, Timothy Zahn. He doesn't need much more congratulations. Yeah. Timothy Zahn, he needs our validation, doesn't he? <laughs> Good job, mate. Good job. <laughs> Up and coming author, Timothy Zahn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so category number six. Now, this one, Dan, this one's more up your alley. Oh, okay. Okay, so the nominees for the 2023 The Best Comic Omnibus release. Ooh, here we go. Is... War of the Bounty Hunters, Doctor Afra Volume Two, The High Republic Phase One, The High Republic Adventures Phase One, and The Empire Volume Two. So, how are we feeling about that? Well, you know me, Chris. I love an omnibus. You do. Uh, I'm, I've become an omnibus addict, uh, but I don't own any of these omnibuses yet, which is a disgrace. I'm going to remedy that. Um, I mean, this is a fine a fine selection of nominees. The uh, High Republic Phase One omnibus. I mean, it's a that was a brilliant first phase of stories. Uh, Doctor Afra. I mean, we love Afra over here. Um, I, I I believe if I'm taking my memory back to when I voted, I think I voted for Doctor Afra because we love Shelley. Um, but I would suspect because the Star Wars book community loves the High Republic. One of the High Republic ones might do well. To be honest, when I voted for this, I was torn because, yes, I had issues with War of the Bounty Hunters, um, but the Omnibus is great because it totally maps it all perfectly and it's a wonderful collection of stories. Like, if you're going to read that crossover, the Omnibus is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Trade paperbacks don't make any sense. The single issues were too unwieldy. The Omnibus is the way to read War of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you know I'm a High Republic fan, and you know I'm a, a giant Afro fan. So, with that, I can reveal that the winner for the best comic omnibus release of 2023 was, you guessed it, The High Republic Phase 1. Woo! By Kevin Scott and Ario Inandito. And then Our also, boys. there was also a Charles, some Charles Souls, some Daniel Jose Older in there, wasn't there? Because that collects trailer show. Does that not collect trailer shadows? Oh, of course and, there was. Yeah. yeah, sorry, there was the Eye of the Storm, and yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that is a really wonderful collection because it collects the entire entirety of Marvel's Phase One. Um, that one had forty eight percent of the votes. Jeez. <laughs> so it smashed everything else. Yeah. The runner up was War of the Bounty Hunters. Nice. Um, which surprises me. I thought it would be the High Republic Adventures, but no, War of the Bounty Hunters. Incredible. Good job. Kevin we had Scott. that magic soul touch both of them did so yeah good yeah job, great good job Kevin Scott Charles Saul 
Daniel Jose Older. See, Daniel Jose Older could have won either way here. Yeah, exactly. The hard blue ones. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it's two omnibus contributions in one. There. That's not the worst. You wait till you see the uh, mini series one. It's literally like Charles Saul. Um, <laughs> Spoilers alert. Actually, on that. Yeah, sorry, mate. So on that, the next category was for the best comic miniseries or crossover miniseries of 2023. Now, this one, there's some really stiff competition because, as you know, as the shit boys have said many times, this was a wonderful year for comics. Yep. And there's a lot of great nominations here. I struggled voting for this one. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, but the nominations are Yoda by Kevin Scott, Jody Hauser, and Mark Guggenheim. Sanastaros by Justina Ireland. The Nameless Terror by George Mann. The Blade by Charles Saul. Hidden Empire by Charles Saul. Dark Droids by Charles Saul. And Shadows of Starlight by Charles Saul. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Charles Saul there. yeah that dude's like does he have a life or does he just bang out gold because none of these are bad these are all great yeah I think he just sits and writes comics non-stop yeah like four out of the seven nominees some nominees here are by Charles Soule (laughs) big up Charles Soule mental yeah we're going to get you Charles Soule on the pod so how you feeling about this one now this is your area so tell me dan what are your favorites this this is this was a tough one this was a tough one because as we've said many times this was a really really good year for comics um we had some good we had some good crossover events um dark droids especially good um we had some incredible sort of short mini series like uh, the nameless terror that i've gone on about how much i love the blade fantastic Sanastaros is fantastic as well. Uh, we obviously had like the bumper miniseries Yoda, which was excellent. So that, this was a, a very, very good year for miniseries. I found this one especially difficult to vote for. Um, and for me, it ended up coming down to a toss up between Sanastaros and the Nameless Terror. And I think I actually went for the Nameless Terror in the end, just because I didn't think many people would. So I wanted to place my love for that, for that miniseries. Well, I was torn over the same ones. Santa Staros and the Nameless Terror, they were my two of the year. Yeah. I mean, Dark Droids is a fantastic crossover. Mm-hmm. And I really loved Yoda, but Santa Staros, I've gone about how much, how many times, how much I love that. And the Nameless Terror by George Mann, I think is the best thing George Mann's ever written. It's wonderful. Um, but here we are. The winner of the 2023 best ongoing no sorry the best mini series or crossover mini series was the blade by charles soul Oofed. okay yeah yeah with 40 percent of the votes jeez. the blade jeez that one genuinely surprised me yeah that, i mean it's not because it's bad like i i love that series but i i didn't i didn't know yeah, i love, love that series too yeah, I didn't know it had such a huge fan base. So, good for the Blade. Apparently so. Apparently so. Um, so, yeah, I really like the Blade. And Porter Engel is a great character. And Barash is a great character. But I never expected... Never expected that to be... It's, it's, it's not one of the favourites. It's not one of my favourites. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was one you that know? I really enjoyed. Um, but, yeah, not one that 
is like my favourite. But that's good good news for Blade fans in the sense of because obviously Marvel and Star Wars are going to pay attention to this. They'll know that they need to get that sequel series out as soon as possible. <laughs> oh yeah, was it called the Blade? The the Blade oh. un- unsheathed. <laughs> it's not that. But that's I keep a better thinking title. the Blade itself, but that's the Joe Abercrombie book. The... No, it's not. I the Blade. I don't know. Sharpens. I don't know what it is. I like but that. yeah, they definitely need to get that second series out. Yeah, I mean, Charles Saul needs to pull his finger out and write some more series. Yeah, come on, he's not doing enough. Um, but no, yeah, that, that one was surprising. I genuinely thought it would be what actually came to number two. Number two, the runner-up with Shadows of Starlight by Charles Saul. I thought that would take it. See, my only... The, the, thing I'm, the reason I'm happy it didn't win, and I love Shadows of Starlight, is we've only had three out of the four issues so far. So... Yeah, uh, it would be unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still deserved to be on the list because, I mean, those first three issues are exceptional. But something that's complete story deserved to win. So I'm glad the Blade did. Well, this the results of this one tells me something. Well, it's a possibility of one of two things. One, either we have exceptionally bad taste. Or two, <laughs> that these series are still underrated and more people need to read them. Santa Staros and the Nameless Terror were at the bottom. Yep. Yep. And that just means to and me that not enough people have read those yet. Not enough people have read them. Yeah. So if you're listening right now, droids. go read Santa Staros and the Nameless Terror. Both the trade paperbacks are out. They're both exceptional. Go read them. Thank you. You, you don't need to read anything else before them as well. You can no. just go and buy them. Just go and read them. And totally just have a ball. Yeah, they're great. Um, George Mann needs absolute props. If the results so far tell me anything, it's that uh, people quite like the High Republic. Yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah, we'll see if that. Well, trend I don't know continues. if you did. You ever see the results? Yeah, did you see the twenty twenty two results? Yeah, it was just all High Republic, wasn't it? <laughs> High Republic won every category. <laughs> the book of the year was the Fallen Star. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the YA was, but it was a High Republic one. I think it was Midnight Horizon. Midnight Horizon. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, they they cleaned up. Yeah, people like uh, This one, I'm not going to say anything because we'll ruin it. Okay, so that leads us to the next one, also comic themed. So right. the award for the, the nominees for the best ongoing comic series in 2023. Now, I'm sure you can guess what the nominees are here. So we have Star Wars by Charles Soule, the main series. Darth Vader by Greg Pak. I know that's a favourite of yours, Dan. <laughs> uh, Dr. Afra by Alyssa Wong. Woo. Bounty Hunters by Ethan Sachs. High Republic by Kevin Scott. High Republic Adventures by Daniel Jose Elder. And Hyperspace Stories by various, various sort of authors some lineup what are you thinking dan that is a lineup there's some lineup isn't it it is it is i mean as much as i enjoy all of those comic book series they've all been excellent except for one but i'm not going to slag the one that i don't like off and we've done that before unless it wins in which case i will slag it off (laughs) Um, if it it wins mate i'm going mental (laughs) riot (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, and it's an excellent bunch. However, for me, there is only one answer in terms of what has been best comic book series, in my opinion. 
this year, which has been Dr. Afro by Alyssa Wong. For me, that is my absolute favourite. Yeah. That's what got my vote. That's what I'm rooting for. I could be disappointed because people seem to absolutely love the High Republic, and I absolutely do too. But that's where I'm putting my coins in. There's nothing more consistent than Alyssa Wong's Doctor Aphra. Yeah. Every issue is fi- is fire. Like yeah. it never it never stops. It it's... never fails. I know we're like we like bounty hunters and we like Star Wars, but there's never a dud with Aphra. It's always dynamic. It's always popping. Like, God, I love that. I haven't actually looked at the winner of this one yet. Although I would say that Bounty Hunters would be my special shout-out. Just like a series that was last year would have been in the middle of the bunch. And this year is like my second favourite. Bounty Hunters by Ethan Sachs has had a great year. You see, I speak to a lot of people in the community, right? And a lot of people have really bad opinion on Bounty Hunters. And... When I speak to them, I find out that they haven't read it recently. This is a public service announcement, guys. If you haven't read Bounty Hunters recently, or I'd say since probably War of the Bounty Hunters, Mm -hmm. since after that, it got so much better. Yeah. And it became a really, really good series. Yeah. Yeah. When Tonga took over the crew and Valance fucked off somewhere, it became so much better. Yeah, it's, it's sort of roughly um, so issue you, 20 to issue 40 has been just flames. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what the winner is for the next few categories, so I'm going to come into this blind. So I vote Dr. Afra. okay? So let's have a look. So I can reveal the best ongoing series for 2023 with 40% of the vote. Oof. Is the High Republic by Kevin Scott? <laughs> of course, it is. <laughs> People love yeah. the High Republic. I mean, to be fair, they do. But to be fair, though, it's great. Yeah, 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 absolutely, isn't it? Absolutely, it's deserved. It's absolutely deserved. And just think, yeah, this year we had all of Phase, pretty much all of Phase Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we had the first issue of Phase Three. They all, they all count for this. First and two issues. First phase Two, two issues. with Vildar. Yeah, Vildar, Tay, Matty. It was great stuff. Excellent, yeah, yeah. Really good. I loved it. Absolutely great stuff. The runner-up with 20% of the votes was Darth Vader by Greg Pak. I'm joking, it wasn't. It was Dr. Aphra by Lissa Wong. <laughs> yes, Dr. Aphra! <laughs> yeah, second. Do you know what? That, a, that's so a, good that it, a heart attack it, there. that it beat Star Wars and Vader shows that we're we're, we're getting somewhere now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Afro, you know I mean, Afro deserves all the love. It is a fan. I mean, it is. This is tough, yeah. and and all of this comes down to personal opinion. And this is why doing this is so much fun because we talk on the podcast all the time about what we love. But actually, seeing what it is that the community loves is really, really interesting for us. Because I mean, we we love all these yeah. comics, but it's good to see that there's a lot of people out there who also love Doctor Afro. Big up Afro. Well. <clears throat> my my girlfriend, she's a massive fan of Greg Pak's Vader, and I have to hold my tongue. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't don't listen to this episode. Yeah, don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> don't listen to the podcast. But the show's like, and when I'm not saying we're right, we're probably wrong. People really love that series, so yeah. I mean, what percentage um, of the vote did Darth Vader get? It came in third. So I mean that proves it. it. 
Yeah, a couple of votes underneath Afra. So, I mean, that, that, that proves what we've uh, always been saying, it. that, like, you know, it might not be for us, but clearly there's a lot of the fans out there who really enjoy it, and that's good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Because, you know, yeah, absolutely. We, want, we want people to go buy Star Wars comics. I'll tell you something. It has, it has some banging covers as well. I'll say that for it. Oh, yeah. The cover art on the Vader series is amazing. We're on to the big three now. Big three. And I don't know I don't know the results of this, so I'm gonna speculate with you. Okay? Okay, we'll speculate responsibly. Okay. So what was the best TV show? Ooh. Star Wars in twenty twenty three. Now the nominations are the Bad Batch season two. The Mandalorian Season 3, Visions Season 2, and Ahsoka. Oof. Good year. Another good year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I could quite happily see any... Well, I'd be quite happy with any of these, really. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest Mandalorian guy, but I, if it won, I could understand that, because I did enjoy it this yeah. year and last year, so... You know, um, yeah, this one was tough for me. This one was tough for me because I loved Mando season three, loved Ahsoka. Ahsoka was definitely my live action highlight of the year. Um, Thrawn yeah. and Ezra, huge moments for me as a, as a personally as a fan. Um, but the Bad Batch season two, I thought was so good, like so so good. Yeah, I think really slept on. I mean. Really underrated. I think the Bad Batch are fantastic characters. I think the emotional moments towards the end of the Bad Batch season two were were, were excellent. So um, I remember when I voted for this, for me it was a toss-up between Bad Batch and Ahsoka, and I stuck my vote for the Bad Batch just to represent Bad Batch fans out there because, Mm -hmm. hell yeah. The one thing I'll say about Bad Batch is there was a weird perception of it with the fan base that I don't know what it is. The fan base seems really impatient with the bad batch, like really <laughs> impatient. Yeah. Like if exactly an episode you even slightly is the same thing, the amount of times you hear filler, oh, rubbish man. filler episode. I'm like, did you watch the clone wars? The clone wars was like two episodes at the beginning of like serious story. Then like 15 individual tales. Yeah. And then three episodes at the end that tie in. And they did the same thing in The Mandalorian as well. If you look at The Mandalorian, you've got one or two episodes at the beginning that, that, that tie into the larger story. Then you've got individual adventures, and then you've got like a finale or two episodes at the end that tie back into the main story. Bad Batch that follows that same Filoni formula, you know? Yeah. Which, which I and love. Those filler, ep- those filler episodes, in inverted quotes, were some of the best episodes. That episode where they go to that planet um, and they just rizz it up on the beach. And then oh, when yes. the Empire yeah. attacks, everyone's like, oh, that was such a filler episode. And I was like, what are you watching this show for? Because that had so many like great character development moments. It had real stakes. Like, I was genuinely fearful for those people. Like, yeah. are you just in it for, like, Vader cameos? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, is that all you're here for? I just, I, I, I like TV yeah, but, shows. No, really that, show. I love TV shows that give you time to spend with the characters, even if the characters aren't battling the big threat of the season, just an episode that gives you time to spend with the characters, because it means that when things yeah. happen to the characters later on, it means more. 
because you've spent time with them. And I think the Bad Batch does that perfectly. So, so big up the Bad Batch. Don't even know if they've won or not, but big them up anyway. Okay, so... Yeah, and let's give another little shout-out to Vision Season 2. I loved it. I thought it was better than Season 1. I know the anime fans disagreed with me because this one wasn't very much anime. It was all different kinds of animation. Yeah. But if if we're talking about the best single episode this year, then it has to go to Screech's Reach for me from Visions. Ooh, I like Screech's Reach. My favourite Visions episode wasn't Screech's Reach, though. Mine was... Uh, how could it not be, though, man? Mine was... Oh, I can't remember the name of it. The, the one about the mother and the daughter and the race, the Ardman animation one. The Ardman one was fun, yeah. Yeah, I loved that. It one. was I Am Your Mother, I think. I Am Your Mother, that was it. I loved that one, personally. That was good, but Screech's Reach, I really felt, was something special. Like, it had, like, Sith lore in it for those fans. It was, like, genuine, like, horror. Yeah. Like, the most horror thing in Star Wars so far. Ever. I know people will be like, oh, Death Troopers. But, like, no, this was actual, like, visual horror. Um, and it was wonderful. So, let's just stop bearing the lead now. The winner of the best Star Wars TV show of 2023 with 61% of the votes hell. All right. is Ahsoka. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Ahsoka, obviously. <laughs> we, we knew it was going to be Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the runner-up... Was the Bad Batch season two? Yes, Bad Batch. <laughs> it had double the votes of the Mandalorian. Oh, good. I mean, I love Mando as well, but I'm glad that the Bad Batch is getting its love. Um, Ahsoka. I mean, it was huge this year, wasn't it? I mean, it was every everything that everyone was talking yeah. about. It was our episode on this podcast talking about Ahsoka was our biggest episode of the year. So it's yeah, people love people love Ahsoka and. and Quite rightly, that show was something special. So good, good yeah. Job. And obviously, it's something for everyone. You got your Mando fans were there, your animation fans were there because of the Rebels connections. Yeah, you know, and it was it was something for everyone. Now, if if you're a casual Star Wars fan, probably it wasn't for you. You probably didn't know who anyone was or cared. <laughs> but for like for the big big nerds, it was like a dream come true. That show was. Yeah, Filoni um, Filoni'd pretty hard. Obviously, it had its issues, but yeah, it felony felony all over the place. <laughs> um, and I've got to give him his props for that one because it was yeah. really good. Um, okay, so yeah. are you ready for the big two book awards? I'm so ready. How are you feeling? I'm nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, this has no gauge on my life, but I'm still nervous. <laughs> yeah, just play along, Dan. <laughs> Pretend like Kevin Scott's just done or something. Okay. So, the penultimate award is the what was the best junior or young adult hardcover fiction release of 2023? Now, with the nominations, we have Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott, Tales of Light and Life by the Luminous Authors, Crimson Climb by E.K. Johnston. Hunter's Battle for the Arena by Mark Oshiro. Apologies if I've mispronounced that. And Quest for Planet X by Tessa Grattan. Okay. For me personally, well, I don't know, actually. I was going to say there's a clear one, but there's three here which I really loved. Yeah, this is a tough category. This is a really tough category. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, go on, Chris. Don't barely tell us what you like. Okay, so... I don't think it's any surprise that 
I'm in love with Mark DeRoe. <laughs> and Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott. It came out... No, I got an early copy of it at Celebration. So that book being like the last book, essentially, of Phase 2, the resolution of my f- the best High Republic character, I'll say it, the best High Republic character, Mardero's story, and coming out, reading it at Celebration, and it was by Kevin Scott, just meant that book was like kind of everything to me. The Path of Vengeance, a wonderful. But I really love Crimson Climb. I'm a big Kira fan. I love Kira. Um, and it's my favourite book by E.K. Johnson by a long shot. Really good. And Tales of Light and Life was great. Yeah, I love it. It has the. It's got the little Jello Riz boy, which we love. We've done yes. plenty of episodes about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think for me, this one, this one's a pretty tight toss up between Path of Vengeance and Tales of Light and Life. Um, Path of Vengeance was, was excellent. Tales of Light and Life was just so filled with fun and heart and soul. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what the people are saying on this one. Do you want to just go straight into the re- reveal? Reveal it. Tell the world. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. Um, okay, so the winner of the best junior or young adult hardcore fiction release of 2023 with 57% of the votes Oofed. Okay. was Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott. Jeez, Kevin Scott's cleaning up yeah. today. Jeez. <laughs> Kevin Scott, to be honest... I get, I get it. That book was epic. Yeah, yeah. It's a doorstop of epicness. Yeah, I think I voted for Path of Vengeance. Um, it was fantastic. I think I did too. Yeah. Um, a second place runner-up, quite close though, uh, was Tales on Light and Life. Oh, good. Some love for Tales on Light and Life as well. By Illuminous Authors. Yeah, that came second runner-up. Both High Republic. <laughs> Both wonderful though. Like. I know that, like, are you going to say, oh, it's just High Republic fans, but this is the whole community, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these books genuinely were the best of the year, in my opinion. They were wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah, well done, Kevin Scott. And what what we have right here is scientific evidence that all those uh, crybabies on, uh, online who say that no one reads the High Republic are chatting out their arse, because the people love the High Republic, clearly. Yeah, the actual book readers <laughs> love the High Republic. Yeah, as proven here, as they should. It's just all that. It's all that uh, propaganda rubbish, isn't it? So we don't, we don't, we don't play with that, Dan. We don't play with that toxicness. No, never, never. So here we are. Arguably the big award, the big one of the year. I mean, for me, it's probably the comic one, but. This is probably the big one for most people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was the best adult hardcover release, novel hardcover release of 2023? Oh, here we go. The nominations are The Battle of Jeddah by George Mann, Battle Scars by Sam Maggs, Cataclysm by our girl Lydia Kang, Inquisitor, Rise of the Red Blade by Delilah S. Dawson. Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view by a billion people, well, 40 people. Um, and The Eye of Darkness by George Mann. 
Oofed. Dan, take it away. That is tough. What do you think? That is that is yeah. a tough one. Now, I'm going to be straight up here and say that I actually, there's two and a half books on that list that I'm yet to read, which is terrible for me, but um, I've been on a comic thing this year. But, yeah, a lot of great books. Battle Scars came out of nowhere and completely surprised me. Um, Cataclysm, man, Cataclysm was something special. That was a phenomenal book. Um, I'm halfway through Eye of Darkness and I'm liking that as well. So, yeah, that's a tough one. If if my, if my the, the answers of all the previous rounds are going to give me any hints, I'm assuming that we're about to give out another High Republic Award, but who knows? You see, I don't know. See, my vote here is Cataclysm by Lydia Kang. Yeah, that's why I vote. That is my favourite book of the year. Yeah. yeah um, I loved all of the other ones, I'll be honest. I liked all of them. But Cataclysm is the one for me. It's my High Republic release. But I think there lies the problem. I think we're going to have split votes for High Republic here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think half the people are going to vote for Cataclysm and half the people are going to vote for The Eye of Darkness. Oof. So, on that... I think the winner will sneak up and it will be a book which was incredibly well received. And it's Inquisitor Rise of the Red Blade by Delilah West Dawson. That's my that's my thought. Ooh, yeah, no, that one was big in the summer, wasn't it? That was a yeah, like that it's it's kind of the shadows of the Sith from last year. Yeah. And plus it gets that prequel fan, you know, it gets the prequel fans in. And that's a huge yeah. contingent of the fan base. Oh, I'm excited now. It's got your dark side fans. Yeah, this could be a three-way tie for all we know. Yeah, it's got your dark side fans. I mean, you see, last year, a wonderful account um, did an awards and they reached out to me to help them with the book part of it. And I missed it. I never got to do it. But I looked at their awards and it was really good. Now, this account is primarily movies and TV show Star Wars account. And the all the all the followers, all the people that follow them typically aren't book readers. They they are woke Disney haters. You know, they yeah, they're your traditional shitty fanboy <laughs> people. And they did he had a category for best book of the year and Shadows of the Sith won it. Oh right. Okay. Right? Um but I guarantee ninety percent of those people hadn't read those books that voted for it. Just see the words. See, on our awards, <laughs> which was all book readers for the Fallen Star won it. Yeah. So I think that's quite interesting. But Dollar S. Dawson is kind of incredible. So should we go for it? I'm I'm excited to hear what the result is now, Chris. You piped it up in my head. Yeah. Okay. So the winner of the Star Wars book community adult book of the year for 2023 is Inquisitor Rise of the Red Blade Ooh. by Delilah S. Dawson. Ooh, God. With 44% of the vote. Jeez, 44%. That's a... Uh, yeah. That's the runner-up... The runner-up was a close one, actually. But it was The Eye of Darkness by George Mann came in second. Nice. It was a close one with Cataclysm with Lydia Kang 
which kind of backs up my point that the High Republic vote was split. Yeah, yeah. On this one. Yeah, that's some 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 classic uh, some cl- classic political third party coming through the middle there, right? Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, not to take it away though, Inquisitor Rise of Red Blade was a like people really love that book. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it got forty four percent of the vote, so it's nearly the majority yeah. of people just voting for one book. So, um... yeah. Dario's Dawson is wonderful. Makes me think it's probably time I should go read that bloody book, Chris. <laughs> oh, people love it. It's not my favourite. Like I said, I'd have voted for Cataclysm. Um, but it, it's it's really good. Yeah. For me, for me, it's a solid four-star book. But I know when we did the round table on the podcast, everyone disagreed with me and they all said it was the best book of the year. So, it's I'm good. stupid. Good that there's love, some love yeah. for the book out there. Well, a lot of love for the book out there, clearly. Well, that was a High Republic upset, I guess, is what we would call that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be riots in the streets. Next year... Crossguard get... lightsabers in the air. Next year could get even spicier because we've got some pretty major adult releases next year with the Living Force and the new Mace Windu book that, that got announced alongside another High Republic hardcover. So next year could get spicy. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about them. I feel like the Living Force could be interesting because John Jackson Miller. I mean, the premise of it doesn't really appeal to me because I'm not a big prequel guy. Um, but John Jackson Miller is incredible, mm-hmm. so I imagine it's going to be wonderful. The Mace Windu one, I'll reserve judgment. I, you know, what I mean, do I need more prequel books? No. Yeah, but I, I'll read it. I have a similar opinion to you, but I have a feeling if that if that Mace Windu book is good that will garner a huge fan base if that book is good because yeah. people love the prequels and people love Maze Windu so that would be huge if it's a good book I mean just I know people don't like the sequel trilogy films no a lot of people love them but I know there's a there's a, a part of the fan base that doesn't like them but just give us more sequel trilogy books please yeah I know it's quite sad you've got like you're trying to cram in these little stories in the prequel era like, oh, we can't put that because, you know, that person was there then. It's really tightly packed. And then we've got this wealth of space and time later on where you could tell the craziest, epicest stories. Most epic story. That epicest is not a word. Uh, the most epic stories. And they're just they're not doing it. Know, Give us some of those books, man. We need them. Yeah. Also, more Luke Skywalker. <laughs> more Luke Skywalker? <laughs> um, yeah, because we don't really get much for Luke Skywalker in books. We get them a lot in comics. Yeah, yeah, true. Shadow of the Sith, though, that was a good Luke book. But before Shadows of the Sith last year, yeah, and then we had Weapon and Heir to the Jedi True. eight years ago. That's it. Yeah. More Luke. More, more Luke. More Lando. I like Lando. <laughs> but I don't know why I said oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'd always take some more I Lando. Just, I just quite like Lando. More Lando. It's funny you mention um, Shadows of the Sith, though. Being as your name for this chat is Archie of Riz Toon. <laughs> the people didn't need to know that. <laughs> I know, but I'm telling them now. Like I said, I've mentioned on a podcast ever before, though, haven't I? That like we always try to make each other laugh with our names that we sign in with. And Dan's is Archie of Riz Toon. I love how we've just done this like really nice sort of like formal award ceremony and then we've just descended into shitboyness right at the end. Like this is why we needed Johnny here to control us. 
No, we don't. I mean, like, we do. Cause Johnny's like amazing. He gives us like amazing content and stuff. But like, this is what we do, Dan. <laughs> this is the podcast. This is what the people want. One of us is getting fired this year. So put your bets in 2024. Which which shit boy is getting fired first? Evil John. <laughs> Evil John. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Please make sure to share this. Um, comment on the, the posts that we put out there. Telling your thoughts, your outrage, your cheers, all that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to bury this just on the podcast, so I'll probably release this episode and then I'll make a post, a traditional Instagram post, revealing the winners probably a day or two later. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Thank you for listening. That's the awards. So congratulations to all the winners. Dollar S. Dawson, you're taking the big one. Dave Filoni, you don't need our praise. You know. Um, Kevin Scott did all right. Kevin Scott, smashing it. Charles well done, guys. Classic. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.